Coming up on today's federal newscast, the exact date when federal employees will see more money in their paychecks. Should donations to legal expense funds for federal employees be capped? And Veterans Affairs wants help building a cloud-based employee performance management system. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. today's episode of the Federal Newscast, I'm Eric White. The Interior Business Center says most of its customers will see the 2019 federal pay raise and retroactive lump sum payments reflected in their checks by April 23rd. IBC says employees may see delays if they've experienced a change in pay status between now and the beginning of the year. If agencies have not finished accounting for those changes, members of the Senior Executive Service should also see the 2019 raises if their agencies made pay status changes in advance. For those who did experience a change in pay status since the start of the year, they may need to wait a little longer. Paychecks will need to be manually changed to reflect the 2019 raise. The IRS tells the National Treasury Employees Union nearly 25,000 of its employees experienced a pay status change in the last four months. The National Finance Center needs to make those changes manually. NTEU says it could be another four months before the pay raise is ready for those employees. The Office of Government Ethics wants feedback on whether it should set restrictions on donations to legal expense funds for federal employees. In its request for comment, OGE also asks whether it should require public disclosure of donors. OGE will hold a virtual public hearing on the issue on May 22nd and be accepting written comments through June 14th. President Trump's proposed 10% cut to the Merit Systems Protection Board's budget would have a direct and negative impact on the agency, according to the MSPB. MSPB has submitted its own budget bypass to Congress, requesting at least what it got last year to quickly process appeals and fill potential workforce gaps. MSPB is an independent agency and can submit its own appropriations request to Congress. The board already lacks a quorum. The holdover term for the last remaining member expired in March. The Veterans Affairs Department wants to get rid of a decades-old paper process to measure employee performance. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with more. The Veterans Affairs Department currently uses five different forms to collect information on the performance of more than 380,000 employees. Each of those PDF forms must be manually scanned into the employee's electronic official personnel folder. VA believes there has to be a better way. A new request for information seeks input from vendors on how a cloud-based employee performance management system could automate the entire process. VA is considering a 10-year contract to implement this software-as-a-service solution. Responses to the RFI are due May 7th. I'm Jason Miller. The Air Force will soon implement a new way of promoting officers. It's creating at least seven categories to separate airmen into. Each category will have different criteria for promotion. The service hopes the new standards will give airmen more flexibility to pursue interests related to their careers. There will be a new chief technology officer position in the Air Force to oversee all of its science and technology research. The new CTO will be in charge of executing the branch's just-released S&T plan, which invests heavily in Vanguard technologies and gives scientists leeway to experiment in broad topics of interest. 
The military service academies say they're implementing the Pentagon's new policy on transgender service. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. The Naval Academy and the Coast Guard Academy both say they're complying with the Trump administration's policy starting with the 2020 school year. The change disqualifies transgender applicants if they've already transitioned from their biological gender or if they've received a diagnosis of gender dysphoria. The American Medical Association is among the organizations who've criticized the change in recent days, saying there's no medically valid reason to keep transgender individuals out of military service. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. House Armed Services Readiness Subcommittee Chairman John Garamendi says Congress is considering taking activities away from major bases vulnerable to climate change and extreme weather. He also says he will not vote for any new military construction unless it's climate change resilient. Garamendi's comments come as the military is asking for nearly $10 billion to fix bases damaged by hurricanes, tornadoes and flooding in the last year. NASA and GSA sign a Memorandum of Understanding to improve major construction and facility improvement efforts. Under the agreement, the Space Agency and GSA establish a programmatic framework for new construction projects, particularly to build and modernize NASA-owned offices and laboratories. The Public Building Service will apply these standards to make sure several projects, including one at Langley Research Center in Hampton, Virginia, and another one at the Ames Research Center in Mountain View, California, deliver on time and on schedule. And law enforcement officers throughout the country would benefit from easier access to mental health treatment, says the Justice Department. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. In its first study of the mental health and wellness of the nation's 800,000 law enforcement personnel, Justice's Office of Community-Oriented Policing Services, or COPS, urges Congress to support federal, state, and local development of community-based mental health resources for police, including programs that embed mental health practitioners in law enforcement agencies. I'm Tom Temin. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. I'm Eric White. 